Hi, everybody. I'm Brian Sussman. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotion. We are reading from a book called The Holiest of All, written in 1894 by Andrew Murray. It's a book, 500 plus pages, written about the book of Hebrews in the New Testament, a book written to Messianic Jews, some who were completely sold out to the Messiah, some who had become backslidden, some who had just completely fallen away. The writer of this book, we don't know who it was, or who it is, if you will, uh, was encouraging these Jewish believers by using the Old Testament scriptures to prove that indeed Jesus is the exact image of God. He's the creator. He's the heir of all things. He's the upholder of all things. And he's the finisher of our faith. Now we're in verse 3 of chapter 1. Jesus, who, when he made purification of sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. This is super important. Murray says, the description of the glory of Christ's person is followed by that of the work of this son in whom God speaks to us. God's words are deeds. It is in what Jesus is and works that God speaks to us. In his divinity and incarnation, we see what God has given us. In his life and death and ascension, we see how the gift of God enters and acts in all our human life, how complete our salvation is and what God now asks of us. All Messiah's work is God's word to us. Again, he's the creator. He's the upholder. He's the finisher of our faith. His life, death, and ascension. He's not just hanging. He's no longer hanging on the cross, my friends. He's risen from the dead, and he sits at the right hand of the Father. I know some people have a cross with Jesus on it. Well, that's a nice remembrance of his crucifixion, but, you know... He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. How about a necklace with with a, a necklace with a little seat? And there is Jesus sitting on it, as opposed to the terrible picture of him being crucified, which is all real and had to happen. How about a seat, a throne where he sits? Because that's where he is right now. Jesus' work consisted of two parts, one on earth, the other in heaven. Of the former, it is said, when he had effected the cleansing of sins, of the latter, it says, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. In a healthy Christian life, we must know and hold fast fast both parts of, of the faith. Yes, thank you, Jesus, you died for my sins. Awesome. Can't forget that. But he sits at the right hand of the Father. In a healthy Christian life, we must know and hold fast both parts of Christ's work. The work he did upon earth was but a beginning of the work he was to do in heaven. In the latter, the work on earth finds its perfection and its glory. As priest, he effected the cleansing of sins here below. As priest king, priest king, he sits on the right hand of the throne to apply his work in heavenly power, to dispense its blessings and maintain within us the heavenly life. When he effected the cleansing of sins, 
we read in verse 3. The cleansing of sins. He went to heaven after the cleansing of sins. That's the foundation of all his work. Let us learn at the very outset that God speaks to us in Jesus. It begins right here. Sin had to be cleansed away. It had to be cleansed away. The sin in your life had to be cleansed away. This is the root thought of redemption. As long as we seek salvation chiefly from the desire of personal safety or approach the study of Christ's person and work as the revelation of what is true and beautiful and good, we cannot enter into its full power. It is the cleansing of sin God insists on in a desire so intense that he gave his son to die for it. It is the intense desire after the cleansing of sins that, all the way through the Christian life, the spiritual capacity to, to the spiritual capacity, Murray writes, to approach and enter into the salvation of Christ will be found. It lies at the root of all. It is the secret of Christian perfection. It was only when he had effected this that heaven opened to him the full acceptance of the cleansing of sins as the meaning of the word will be unfolded later on in this book. And it will be to us too the entrance into heavenly life. Murray goes on to say, when he effected the cleansing of sins, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Friends, there he lives opening up and keeping open the blessed access to God's presence and fellowship for us, lifting us up into and maintaining us with its enjoyment and in the power that prevails there, making the kingdom of heaven a reality within the heart. You know, you, you read through the Old Testament. The only way the common man or woman could get to the heart of God was to go through a series of priests. And one of those priests had access to the Holy of Holies. But what happened when Jesus died for our sins as Messiah, when he died for our sins, that veil that protected the Holy of Holies and kept it from public access was torn in two. There was no need for it any longer. Jesus gave gave us and gives us total access to his throne. He sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, and there he lives. He gives us access to the holiest of all. The whole practical teaching of the book of Hebrews is summed up and applied in the one word, We have boldness for entering in. Let us draw nigh. Let us enter in. Jesus seated on the throne in heaven means our being actually brought in the supernatural power which the coming down of the Holy Spirit supplies into God's holy presence and living there in our daily life. We have access to supernatural power, my friends. We have access to his Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh in Hebrew. We have a human spirit. Once we come to know Jesus, that human spirit is filled with the Holy Spirit. We have God's Spirit within us. 
We have total access to the truth, to the power, to the glory. Andrew says, truly to know Jesus at the right hand of God would be the healing of diseases, the restoration to the joy and strength of a life in accordance with heavenly callings. Our heavenly calling. To know Jesus at the right hand of the Father. This is where so many who are lacking joy on a regular basis. This is where so many who are ill, their life just seems like garbage. Seriously, nothing seems to go right. Everything seems to go wrong. Relationships go haywire. Can't keep a job. Always sick. Always depressed, etc. Friends, listen to me. Listen to me. We have access to his throne. The hope of glory is before us. The Holy Spirit is in us. To truly know Jesus at the right hand of God would be the healing of their diseases, the restoration to the joy and strength of a life in accordance with their heavenly calling. That's what Andrew Murray writes. That's what God would have for us. 1894, Andrew Murray says this, the church of our days is suffering from the same cause and the same cure. It is so much easier to appropriate the work of Christ on earth than that in heaven. It is so much easier to take the doctrine of a substitute and an atonement of repentance and pardon than of a high priest bringing us into God's presence and keeping us in loving communion with him. It is not blood shedding upon earth only. It is the blood sprinkling in heaven and the blood sprinkling from heaven on hearts and conscience that brings the power of heavenly life into us. It is this alone that makes us Christians. Christians who not only seek to enter the gate, but who daily press on in the living way that leads ever deeper into the holiest. This is what God has for you. This is what God has for me. The same share of you that, that here's what he goes on to say. Let no one speak. Let no one think that I speak of what is too high. Let no one think that I speak of what is too high. I speak of what is your heritage and your destiny. The same share you have in Jesus on the cross, you have in Jesus on the throne. Be ready to sacrifice the earthly life for the heavenly, to follow Christ fully in his separation from the world and his surrender to God's will. And Christ in heaven will prove in you the reality and the power of his heavenly priesthood. Let the cleansing of sins be to you through Jesus Christ, the entrance to the holiest. He who effected the cleansing on earth and applies it in person from heaven will assuredly lead you into all the fullness of blessing it has opened up for him and for you. Friends, this is our heritage. This is our destiny. What is it that God's convicting you to sacrifice? How can you, how can you follow Jesus fully? 
in his separation from the world and his surrender to God's word or God's will, well, his word as well. What's God convicting you of right now? Think about it. Think about it for just a moment. Holy Spirit, how can I better surrender? Holy Spirit, how can I better sacrifice? Holy Spirit, thank you for forgiving me, my brothers and sisters, of our sins, for cleansing us of all unrighteousness. Okay, that's done. Thank you. But thank you for sitting at the right hand of the Father and giving us access to your throne. That is awesome. And in these last days, Lord, thank you that my brothers and sisters who are under persecution, thank you that my brothers and sisters are being hunted like dogs. Thank you, Lord, in this day and age where families are being ripped apart because of COVID and these masks and these regulations, which make absolutely no sense, in many cases are insane. Thank you that we have access to you. Oh, Lord, may there be a harvest. I feel it. I sense it. I see it. I see people who are just so bewildered by what, what's going on. People who do not know you are getting ready to come to know you. We thank you for this. Thank you for this. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me, my friends. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotion. I'm Brian Sussman.